Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio. In the outdoor community, you know, people who like to climb and ski and backpack and run rivers and do all sorts of adventures, there's this rather famous scale of the types of fun. And it's been really useful for me to understand in, in pursuits outside, but it's also been really fun to apply it to the creative you know, sort of creative projects, including building a business. Um, so let me just walk you through these these types of fun. So type one fun is just good, clean fun. It's not hard while you're doing it. It's just enjoyable. It's all fun. You know, just just enjoyable. There's nothing hard about it. Just fun. That's type one fun. Um, but type one fun fades pretty fast. You know, you don't you don't. They're not memorable events. You're enjoying yourself while you're doing it, but you don't talk about it much. That's the way I like to think about it. You, you enjoy it, <coughs> excuse me, you enjoy it while you do it, but you don't talk about it much when you're done. Type two is, you know, boy, this hurts a bit. Um, it, it could even be a little scary. Maybe some uncertainty. And, you know, you you have some memories and you tell people about it. Type three fun by the sort of most... I wouldn't say technical, but most um, authoritative definition I could find. Type three fun is not fun while you're doing it. And it's not even fun in retrospect, right? It's not something you look back and say it's fun. But type three fun are the stories you tell. It's often where defining moments happen. It it can even be, um, you know, your best lessons or memories, in type three fun. So, and what else is interesting is I, I've noticed that anytime I have type three fun, um, my brain doesn't want to accept it. And, and I think this is true when, you know, painful memories get transmuted into something we think of fondly. Like if you think about people finishing, and I've had a couple of events like this where at the end I was like, I'm never, ever doing that again. And sometimes within days, but certainly within a couple of weeks, I'm like, yeah, we should go try that again. And I don't think that's because the experience became less, actually less painful. It's because my brain trans transformed it into something less painful. We're notorious at 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 forgetting how painful an experience is. I, I, I've heard that if that weren't true for childbirth, nobody would have a second child, right? I've heard that from good authority, my wife. Um, if that weren't true, nobody would run a second marathon, certainly not a second ultra marathon. And so with all of that context, I think it's really interesting to think about that as it relates to creative projects, and by the way, I consider building a business a creative project. There will be moments where you would say, in fact, I can think of many moments where I would say something like, if I knew how hard that was going to be, there's no way I would have signed up to do it. If I knew how challenging it was, and I'm not saying this is true for me, but I've heard it from other people. If I knew how challenging it was to build a team, if I knew how 
tough it was going to be financially. If I knew it was going to require me to mortgage my house or borrow money from friends or family, if I knew that's what it was going to take, I would never have started. And I certainly never want to do that again. And you see serial project doers, you know, even even maybe serial entrepreneurs, but for sure serial people who do whose entire lives, like my my entire goal in life right now is to build a series of projects. And preferably each new project would make the past one look a little bit like a footnote. And to do that requires, it, you know, it's new and novel. Often that means risk. It's certainly uncertain. Seth Godin's words, right? Like, do things that may not work. So if we can remember in the middle of that, this is the, this is what we signed up for, right? Like when it gets tough, if we can just have a quick mindset check-in, like, wait, 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 you know, this is what I signed up for. This is what I paid for. This is the experience I wanted. You know, this having to make this decision when it's really hard, this is this is what I signed up for. You know, sometimes I find myself, you know, after a long day in the mountains and, and you know, at my age, those long days are getting less and less dramatic, but I still find myself occasionally saying, I you know, people pay to feel this way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like this is what we signed up for. This is why we're here. If we can remember that in the moment, I think if you can remember that, it, it actually transforms type three fun into type two fun because it's not by definition type two, type three fun anymore if you're enjoying it. But if we can find a way to take those things, it, I think that categorization, at least as a mental model, is helpful because it flips things. Right, it flips things that could be like this is the worst thing ever. And again, this is—I don't think this is true type three fun. I'm talking about based on what I'm reading. This is like type two plus, where you can you have the ability to flip it and go, ah, this is why we came. I was talking to a friend of mine that reminded me of an experience we had together, and he he said, you know, I'm standing in a river, and it starts to hail, and he said I had that moment where I realized, ah this is going to be a memory. So when it comes to creative projects, when they get tough, I have found it useful to think through that model and just be like, okay, yeah, this is what I paid for. And most likely, again, I just want to be clear for any of my hardcore climbing friends out there that listen to this. I I'm clearly not talking about type three fun anymore, but, 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 the model still works. When things get tough, we can think through the idea. We can remind ourselves, this is what we came for. This is what makes us a memory. This is where lessons come from. Growth is almost always painful. I found that to be super helpful. So thanks, my friends. That wraps up another episode of Behavior App Radio. Do me a favor. Just cruise on over to Apple, iTunes, whatever it's called now, Apple Podcasts, and give me a seven-star rating. And would you write something? It's so nice. Just a little note, like enjoy this podcast, whatever, and give me a seven-star rating. That would be amazing. Thanks very much. Have a great day.